0: Welcome back to the Kobe Simon Audio Experience and more importantly, welcome back to LinkedIn Live. In this episode, we thought we would just jump on quickly and talk about how to build more trust uh, around your organisation, around yourself and around your organisation. So I've got some top tips and tricks today for building that and helping you with your career and also your organisation. What I'm leaning on for uh, inspiration today is is something called the Edelman Trust Barometer. So if it's uh, something that I'd you know maybe do a Google search and try and find that, it's Edelman Edelman Trust Barometer. And there's a special report on the COVID-19 crisis. These guys survey uh, about uh, um, tens of thousands of people every year across about 34 of 40 countries. Um, so it's it's one of the largest uh, market research surveys globally every year. it has been going on for a long time. But in this particular episode, I thought I would talk about the key findings of the um, survey that was done across 10 countries. The survey was done from the 6th to the 10th of March across Brazil, Canada, France, Germany, Italy, Japan, South Africa, South Korea, the UK and the US. And it's talking about uh, what the general community is thinking in terms of trust, uh, trusting your organisation, trusting, you know, you as a person, whether you're on LinkedIn, if you're looking to, um, you know, have a challenge about trust or you're a sceptical person wondering about trust um, and how trust is being built, uh, this report has some really good key findings that we can learn uh, in our organisations. So, um, specifically, if you're somebody who's, you know, maybe you're out of work and you're looking to, um, you know, you're you're looking to pick up a job, Uh, you know, can you be a trusted person? Can your organization be trusted by your customers? Uh, If you're a leader or a manager, and that's obviously a challenge for me, leading my team and being a better leader, uh, we can start to learn a little bit more about what's going on um, from a trust perspective. What I wanted to just quickly touch on is there's a few points in this particular report. It's a special COVID-19 report that's talking about trust. Um, so I'm gonna get into those details, but as always with our LinkedIn Live here, uh, let me know in the comments where you are watching from. I'm gonna switch back, Luke's given me a couple of dashboards here, so I'm gonna switch back between um, both uh, the the LinkedIn Live dashboard and also um, my report that I'm looking at here. So um, yeah, hit the comments there on LinkedIn and, uh, and let me know um, let me know where you're watching from. It's always good to have you guys here on live and joining us uh, as we talk about this. So, let me talk a little bit more about the Edelman Trust Barometer. Um, obviously, um, over the last couple of months, um, we've lived through this unprecedented time. You know, it's a one in 100 year pandemic. Uh, and as a consequence, trust levels in governments and the media at all, are at all-time lows. So while we are going to different organisations for, you know, facts and information, with what we've seen on Facebook, what we've seen with fake news, what we've seen with politicians, what we've seen with manipulation of the media, um, this market research study is actually looking into, you know, what is happening. Um, um, so I think uh, the coffee machine's about to go off. So what we want to just do is just make sure that we can um, understand... Um, you know, and look at how we can use these situations and how we can use these circumstances um, to to try to understand, you know, how to build trust in our organisations. I apologise I'm waffling on, um, so let's get into it. Um, The most credible source uh, has been recognised as employers and employer uh, communications. Now, um, you might ordinarily be quite sceptical of your employer. Some people trust their employer. Some people really like their employer. Uh, Some people are a little bit sceptical of their employers. Um, But what has been found in, in previous studies is that we're more likely to trust people like us. Uh, More likely to trust people that fit our demographic, fit our, you know, they're like us in whatever the, you know, professionally or personally or socially, they're like us. We're more likely to trust uh, a person like us. So the most credible source um, in in terms of in is uh, employer communications. That's obviously because you're similar to the people that are around you. Now the second finding there around starting to think about this, is the regular frequency of communications. So what was found um, in in terms of the 2020 Edelman Trust Barometer, uh, it showed that my employer was the most trusted institution by 18 points over business in general and NGOs, and, and by 27 points over government and media. So using your employer as a source of information from the survey, uh, we're finding that, um, you know, typically uh, we can start to ask the question, well, why did we find that? It's because we're finding that um, they would. it's the regularity and the frequency of communication. So 63% said they would believe information from that channel, from my employer, over one or two exposures uh, versus 58% for the government website or 51% of traditional media. So over one third of the people said they would never believe social media if they were if that were the only place that they'd seen the information. So in terms of actually how we can then flip that and start thinking about how do we build more trust around our organisation, uh, what we do here at Best Practice is we make, for, make sure we're putting our information out on a number of different platforms and that we're doing that on a consistent basis. And so over building, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's obviously still about relationships So it's about building a relationship with your audience and you can't build a relationship in a one off, uh, you know, point in time, if that makes sense. So um, you've got to build it over a number of touch points, you know, hundreds of touch points in some instances because you have regular touch points with an employer. Obviously, I can see why that why that, um, you know, was reported Um, The second finding of the study was that the most relied on source of information is mainstream news organisations, and the major news outlets uh, are relied upon nearly twice as much as the Global Health Organisation. In fact, the Global Health Organisation didn't do themselves any favours at the beginning of the coronavirus pandemic, certainly globally, um, and and or national health organisations. So, and, and that is partly because the WHO and the national health organisations are not reporting on a frequent basis, um, and so if you are aware of anybody in any of those organisations, they need to be getting in and updating their information on a frequent basis. And the more frequent and the fresher that the information is, the more regularly it's updated, then then the more likely it is to be trusted because it's a recent, fresh source. And I can tell you from my experience, um, when I'm searching the internet, I'm looking for a, the most recent post um, and the new freshest post, if you like. Um, That's important to me. And I can definitely say that that affects me in terms of what I'm doing. So the major news outlets, uh, because they're posting on a regular basis, although, you know, if you look into it, they're not necessarily posting all of the information or covering all of the information in the story, um, they are definitely uh, more trusted. So there's a definite concern about fake news and false information being spread, uh, particularly about the virus, and 74% uh, of respondents were concerned about that. So so it's it's really important to um, also um, uh, consider that friends and family and social media lag badly uh, and there's a uh, f- there's a video circulating at the moment, which is a really interesting case study. There's a video that's been circulating on TikTok just in the last 24 hours here in Australia uh, around a suicide video on TikTok. I did some investigation yesterday into that. It's actually a one-year-old Facebook video that's been reposted on TikTok. Now, that's just a good example of something that's sort of gone viral on TikTok today, but it's a year old on Facebook, same video. So um, what people are acknowledging is that social media lags, um, and the spread of social media lags. Um, and so young people, uh, rely evenly on social media, um, while older people rate mainstream media as nearly three times more reliable than social media. So it is, uh, important, uh, for your organization to become more trusted, that you are posting frequently, you are updating your people frequently. If you're a leader or a manager, the frequency of updates is important. And, um, and you know, I've learned that lesson, certainly learned that lesson uh, in this during this pandemic with our team. I need to give people regular updates and regular touch points, you know, super high touch, super one-on-one. And I've got a campaign at the moment to be spending more time on the phone, uh, you know, in the trenches with my team, talking to my team, asking them what's on their mind. And, uh, and that campaign, you know, really ramped up yesterday uh, to try to get to get across more people in our team. So I uh, increased the number of people that I talked to. Um, The third point in the study talks about the most trusted spokespeople. Uh, The survey says that scientists and MDs, managing directors are the most trusted uh, along with uh, WHO and CDC officials. Uh, However, the scores only range from 68 to 83%. So what we found is that there is, and this is what I started this video talking about, is there's more reliance on person like yourself So you're more likely to trust a person like yourself. So I want you to think about this with with your organization and with what you're doing that you are more likely, survey says, data says, you are more likely to trust a person like yourself. So I want you to think about that. So if you're putting yourself in a position where you're trying to be more trusted, uh, your organization as a leader in an interview, going for a job, selling to a customer, um, if you can make yourself more like the people that you want to trust you, then the more likely they are to trust you. Um, point number four, I've already sort of touched on it, but it is specifically around the need for frequency. This applies in sales, it applies in follow-up for interviews, it implies in uh, regular communication the need for frequency. So it's not about one communication. If you're out of work and you're trying to be more trusted uh, and you're going for an interview and you're trying to win a job, follow up is important. Make sure you're doing the follow up and make sure you're doing it frequently, which means more than once. One follow up phone call is not enough. Two or three or four follow up phone calls are not enough. And, it's, and so you're more likely to be trusted as an organization into doing, doing frequent communication. Uh, the more frequent your communication, the more likely you are to be trusted. Um, point number five of this survey, my employer is better prepared than my country. Uh, In eight out of 10 countries surveyed, my employer is seen as a better prepared for the virus, for the coronavirus than my country. Um, And so what we're starting to see is that, um, that people are looking to their organisation or their employer or their leaders or their managers, um, because they're more likely to obviously be trusted. And people are saying that they're more prepared and that the countries and, you know, NGOs are reactive and not moving quick enough. uh, But employers were very quick to act and I, I can tell you that you know most employers that I know genuinely care about their people, and that's why we move quickly. Um, point number six is around expectations that government and business were expected to team up, so neither business nor government is trusted to go it alone. And so, um, you know, in terms of trust um, and having your organisation build trust, or you build more trust. The more that you team up with people and collaborate with people, the more that your organisation teams up and collaborates, the more likely you are to build trust in your audience with your customers, your stakeholders. So, you know, consider that point there around collaborations um, because you're then, you know, it's, 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 you know, it's less likely you're colluding to do the wrong thing if you collaborate. So, you know, that's an important point, I think, to think about how can you build relationships and partnerships because you're, gonna, you're more likely to be trusted. I was going to check in on the LinkedIn comments here. Uh, and see how we're going so yeah if you have got any points there that you want to talk about let me know in the comments Uh, I'm just going to do I'm just going to drop a comment here Um, let me know too um, around the notifications so if you have got any questions or comments I just wanted to get on and continue to talk about trust I've, I've only got really two more points to go um There is a high expectation in businesses and leaders and managers to act, certainly from a customer's perspective and also from an employment perspective and a a general community perspective. 78% of respondents to this survey expect business to act to protect employees and the local community. So there you have it. Um, your corporate social responsibility is really important now more than ever. Uh, 79% expect business to adapt its operations, including remote working, cancelling non-essential events and, and cancelling business travel plans. Businesses counted upon 73% to adapt its HR policies uh, to give paid sick leave or prevent at-risk employers from coming to work, uh, amongst a number of things. So you know, as a leader or a manager or somebody in your organisation, 78% of respondents are expecting the business to act. You can't put your head in the sand and just ignore this. It is definitely something that you need to be, you know, looking at and working on. Um, and then obviously employers must share information. So employees want clarity on everything from how many colleagues have contracted the virus to how the virus is affecting the organisation's ability to operate. Employees want to be informed beyond the effect, of the com- effect on the company, including advice on travel and what they can be done to st- stop the spread of the virus. They want to get information via email or newsletter, 48%. So 48% of people respondents said uh, via email or newsletter. I'm posts on the company website, 33%, phone video conferences, 23%. Those, that data is actually consistent with a survey that we recently did inside our organization, where 48% of people in our organization, it was about 50% of people in our organization want a regular email update from me as the manager. And then another group of people in our organization want regular Facebook video updates. We have a private secret Facebook group. So I can say that this survey is consistent with my findings here at Best Practice with our team. So I really wanted to just jump on and talk about, you know, these key takeaway points. What I'll do is I'll just quickly drop the link to this article that I'm reading from in the comments there on LinkedIn and you guys can check it out and you can check out the Edelman Trust Barometer. There we go. I've just dropped it into the comments. So you can click on that link there in the comments and, uh, and check that out. Hey, Claire from Brisbane. Welcome, uh, thanks for joining us today. So um, we've been getting about 70 to 80 people watching these videos after um, after the live event. I appreciate that not everybody can get on and watch live when we're live on LinkedIn. So if you have got questions, I monitor the comments. We go back over all of the posts for the week uh, and we check in. So if you have got questions, if you have got comments, um, I'd really encourage you guys to be looking a little bit more around how you can build trust uh, trust with your customers, trust with your stakeholders, trust with your employees. Uh, It's a really great thing. You know, we're in the trust business here at Best Practice with Best Practice certification and the branding that we do. Um, Here, if I just turn the camera and you can see the the Best Practice logos there on the wall, these, these different trust marks, I need to spin it. Hey. You will. Oh, it's up in the top left. Okay, Um, Luke's put it on the screen. So um, you've got bestpractice.biz, but seeing these trust marks here um, is something to consider. So in terms of actually building trust, A, for you as a leader, you as a person, if you're out of work, you know, you wanna be a trusted source in terms of going and pitching yourself, uh, you know, and joining in, you know, joining a new organisation. That's important but more importantly, uh, your organization and its customers and its stakeholders and its staff. So there's some great points there in that particular research. Have a look at the Edelman Trust Barometer. Uh, They had to update, obviously do a quick update in March because they released their report in January, right before the breakout. Um, You know, they're talking about, you know, all-time high employment. Um, That's now significantly changed, obviously. I was just looking at a report on LinkedIn a couple of um, minutes before we went live here, which is talking about 3.4 million Americans are out of work. Uh, it's about uh, 20% dro- 10% drop in employment uh, in, or 10% increase in unemployment here in Australia. Numbers are consistent across our labour market. So I think trust now more than anything is uh, the way we're going to move out of this crisis. Um, My forecast on a couple of breakout industries, which I think you guys need to focus on. One is obviously recruitment because organisations have contracted. Uh, I think they've contracted as much as they're going to contract. There might be a few more that shrink a little bit. Uh, And so it's about the rebuild now. So there's a couple of breakout industries, recruitment and HR um, and obviously tech. So if you're looking for areas to, you know, improve your skills and competencies, then start thinking about tech, start thinking about breakout industries and also having a look at industries that have been growing or have remained the same through the pandemic. And I've watched a lot of people on LinkedIn, and I hope you trust me when I say this, a lot of people on LinkedIn trying to focus on industries that have maybe had a significant decline. It might be the time to change industries, and you might see that your skills are applicable across in another industry. Okay, so um, as always, appreciate everybody's time, and thanks for coming online today and uh, and joining us on LinkedIn Live. So I hope this has been helpful. Um, the Edelman Trust Barometer is just one of the sources that I use to make my decisions um, and look at what we can do to improve best practice as a business and how I can help you guys. So if your organisation is struggling to be organised, if your organisation is you know struggling to build you know your customers' your experience, if you want want to be more profitable if you want to be you know scale your organization then it's lots of those challenges that we tackle here at best practice on a day-to-day basis so if you have any questions about what we're doing with best practice or next practice or our talent business uh, then uh, we've got lots of great people that can jump on and help you out from time to time so let me know what you thought about this was it helpful was it you know insightful I've got plenty more of these great, crazy, you know, areas where I get all my data from and hopefully hopefully they're helpful for you. So I look forward to seeing you tomorrow. We're not doing the usual YouTube LinkedIn this week. We're gonna go live on YouTube tomorrow. So please check out the best practice TV YouTube channel and I'll drop a link to that in the comments here we'll be live tomorrow the same time tomorrow on YouTube we're going to split it we're going to talk about some different topics on YouTube and uh, move across onto that particular platform and we might even try a TikTok live tomorrow so I look forward to seeing you all Uh, we'll be back here live on LinkedIn later in the week and we'll be live on YouTube tomorrow and potentially we're going to start dropping some of our bigger longer monthly webinars again now we're getting back into a routine I look forward to seeing you all out and about If you don't see me out and about, you'll definitely see me next time right here on Best Practice TV. Bye for now.